You're listening to the Pimp Cron Podcast. Hey guys, it is episode 107 of the Pimp Cron Warhammer Podcast, and I'm very excited to be here. I'm very excited that you are listening. We are discussing tonight two different things, uh, two slightly lengthy topics, and uh, one of them is just general hobby talk with me and just James. It's been the first time in quite some time I've been able to have a guest on the show. I've been trying to get Beastman for a while, or Goatman, and uh, Beastman has been very busy, and I've been very busy, and he's available in the mornings, and I'm available in the evenings, and it just has not worked out. So I will be getting Beastman on, but uh, Just James was available to, uh, today, and we discussed why does everybody play human armies? Like, legitimately, why does everybody go straight for the human armies? It is kind of irritating. We discuss the armies that we have never actually played against in the game and why we think people don't play different armies. And we also talk about our first armies that we ever bought and why we chose those armies uh, for the reasons that we did. So that is the show for tonight. What have I been up to this week? Well, I got my ass handed to me. Uh, Beastman and I both teamed up against our buddies TJ and Ash and got our asses handed to us. We surprisingly stayed into the game, points-wise, at a reasonable level, but we were nearly wiped off the board. And it was another one of those cases where I remember my very first time playing my cast Space Marine Army when I made my new army. The very first time I played... I got my ass handed to me by Just James, and I couldn't roll worth shit and all that, and I said, hey, that is a new army syndrome, not just new model. It's like a hurricane of new model syndrome when you play with all new models for the first time. And subsequently, I, I lost the first game against James, against his Sisters of Battle, and I subsequently won the last three. But... The Beastmen were not having it this night, and uh, we played, TJ brought Archeon and a Chariot, which I don't really care that much to play the big models like Archeon or Nagash, but whatever, and uh, Ash brought a bunch of corn demons with some nasty demon princes and things from the new Slaves of Darkness book, I believe it is. And I brought my Beastmen, and Beastman brought his Stormcast, and uh, we we teamed up on those. But man, the the garbage rolling was ridiculous. Um, TJ and Ash were rolling okay, and Josh was rolling subpar, and I was garbage. My Shagoth gets between seven and nine attacks in melee each turn because one of them's D three. So between seven and nine attacks and two complete melee rounds, I did not land a single wound. If it was not all misses, then it was all non-wounding rolls. And that is freaking garbage. Do you realize that I had two spells each turn? We played four full turns and I only successfully cast one spell out of eight tries. I think, I think you're getting the, the picture exactly what's going on. Um, I, it was just, oh my god, I've not, I have not rolled that bad probably since the game against Just James with the other new model syndrome army that I had. 
So it was, it was infuriating. It really was like, look, I don't, I don't care about losing. I really don't. I just want to have a fun game. And part of having a fun game is feeling like you can do something at least average, even a little below average. But when you roll absolute garbage, it's just crazy. Um, there was, there was, (laughs) there was one time that I needed five, three ups for something. I think it was attacks, five, three ups, and I rolled five ones and twos. I mean, you just can't even make it up. Like, it's just, it's crazy. So I was getting highly irritated. Plus, my phone kept going off during my game because of work. So uh, my bosses called me, and a customer called me, and an employee called me, and, and I was like, oh my god, please just leave me alone, everybody. I need time to be left alone. So we ended up, um, we were trailing behind in points for a time, and then we actually were beating them by one point, but then the very end of the game, each one of the, the objectives were worth nine. I mean, <laughs> each objective was worth three. So at the very end of the game, they had three objectives and boosted them up nine points, and it was just, it was very obvious that they beat us. So it was, it was actually a fine game. Like, I don't think the inclusion of Archeon or any of that, I don't really think that was a big deal, but just when you cannot roll for shit, it is highly irritating. So, um, hopefully I got that out of my system and, um, that new model curse is now gone from my Beastmen because I really want to play them again. But all in all, I mean, it wasn't a bad game. I wasn't mad at my opponents and I don't even care about losing, but man, that's frustrating because it, it ultimately, and this is going to sound whiny, but ultimately if you're playing a dice game and you cannot successfully roll anything, then why are you playing it's just, it's one of those things. It's like, it's like playing a video game and none of the buttons on your keyboard work. Okay. Uh, I I don't think I'm going to play this game because I can move my mouse and I can look around, but I can't actually do anything else. So no, I didn't rage quit. We finished the game. Uh, at the very end of the game, (laughs) we had like three models on the table and, uh, I mean, they had probably 15 or 20, like they didn't have a crazy amount left, but we were able to wipe out TJ's half. And then we put a good hurting on Ash's half of their team up. But, uh, anyway, still a good game. And uh, now I'm working on my iron jaws slash 40 K orcs. And I'm not going to get any further into that because you need to listen to the conversation I have with Just James while we talk about all of our hobby things. So uh, that is it, and let's get on with the show. Thanks for listening to the Pimp Crown Warhammer podcast, and thanks to all of my Patreon patrons. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for supporting the show. It means a lot to me. And um, if you feel like it, share it with a friend. Uh, tell them about it. If you know somebody that's not super into the hardcore meta and all that bullshit and just wants to hear a, you know, kind of low-key chat about a hobby and creativity and other things, then just let uh, let them know about the show and share an episode or something like that. Share it on a Facebook page or whatnot. All right, let's get on with the next segment. Now, here's an idea. On this edition of what I suppose is, well, here's an idea. I'm just joined. I'm I'm just joined <laughs> by just James. What's going on, just James? Not much, man. What's up with you? Uh, well, I'm about to tell you actually. So we just wanted to have kind of. Man, a sit- I don't care. 
<laughs> we just wanted to have a uh, sit-down chat about our hobby stuff that's going on. So, as you guys know, I have been discussing my Dragon Ogres and my Beastmen, and I have really cranked out a lot of those. Um, I finally finished, um, what was it, like 1,400 points I have finished, something like that. And um, I played a game this last week and got my ass handed to me pretty badly. And um, But the idea is, is there are three different tribes that are being brought together by this Shagath and this um, uh, uh, Doombull. And uh, I'm really enjoying that. So far I have no Beastmen. I have, or, you know, Beastagores and Ungores and all the smaller stuff. So I'm really excited about that. And each one of the different clans has a different color, but they also have a different theme. So my green and gold clan all uses two-handed weapons. So the dragon ogres are two-handed weapons, and the bulgors are two-handed weapons. Then my blue and white squad has two, you know, twin one-handed weapons. And my dragon ogres for that were also going to have that theme. So I'm pretty excited about that. That is what I've been up to. Um, although I've discussed that quite a bit, so I'm not going to go much further into that. So I just did start another hobby project because why not? I've got all the time in the world. Um, but let's talk about yours first. You have kind of an interesting thing you're doing for, I guess I'll technically say it's for 9th edition. Is 9th edition what encouraged you to do it? Um, maybe. I I don't really think it's 9th edition. It was just the new box set, I guess. Uh, so and what I'm doing is uh, I'm browning... My Space Marines. <laughs> like you would do ground beef. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Whatever that means. Um, <laughs> so I have... Uh, I had Raven Guard Primaris, and then I had non-Primaris uh, non, uh, Salamanders. Uh, so now with this new box set, I also have, I also have uh, Dark Angels, Blood Angels, Death Watch. Space Wolves. Space Wolves. <laughs> Um, so n what I'm doing now is, uh, in order to use the primary stuff, I want to use it in the other armies as well, as in Space Wolves, the Blood Angels, not just the Raven Guard and... Whatever it's painted as. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to paint them all brown because my Space Wolves <laughs> are already brown and I, I like the way that looks. Uh, so I'm painting it all brown and then... If I ever need to uh, say it's this, you know, like Blood Angels or Dark Angels, um, I have the characters, some of the characters, I could use them. Or I have, you know, I have the Master for the Dark Angels with the from the Dark Vengeance set. Mm -hmm. uh, then I have my Blood Angels. Well, my Blood Angels, I, I kind of painted them gold. I have a lot of Sanguinary Guard because I was doing some stupid idea with a, just a bunch of Sanguinary Guard. <laughs> Uh, but I'm not going to go back over with the gold. I might just paint like sp spots of it brown where the there might be red or whatever. But um, uh, so the idea is so that you like you right now. Um, you have aggressors painted in what color? Before brown, they were Raven Guard. Okay, so if you want to take aggressors in your Salamander's army, you kind of couldn't because they were painted like Raven Guard. Correct. So now your idea is that you're painting all of them one unified color so that, you know, you can, you don't have to buy, would you have like five different chapters of Space Marines? You don't have to buy five different units of aggressors and paint them different colors. That, yes. Yeah. That's actually a pretty smart idea, honestly. Um, are you going to make it like your own chapter or you're just happening to, 
you're still going to call, like, if you if you bring Blood Angels, you're still going to call them Blood Angels? Or is this, like, some sort of Death Watch kind of chapter you're making? Um, this is, no, it won't be Death Watch. Uh, I have a lot of Death Watch, and I'm not going to go over them with the brown, because they're separate, I, yeah. I'd say. Um, but I will, um, uh, I was thinking about, because I have uh, the Ravenwing, uh, I was thinking about if I ever play, you know, if I was to play Blood Angels or Space Wolves, I'll just say they're bikers. Because there's not really no uh, difference. They just look different. Yeah. Um, and same thing for, you know, if I was to do the Blood Angels and use, because uh, I had, like I said, the Sanguinary Guard are already gold, so I'm not painting over them. So I'll just let the opponent know this is who they are. This is who they are uh, this game. Yeah, and um, you're not going to take different detachments of different chapters anyway. No, right? no, no. I don't really do that. Um, but I will uh, draw a blank. Um, <laughs> it's a good idea to me, so don't make fun of me. Actually, I really do think it's a really good idea. Um, I don't fall into that really because I just have my Space Wolves, which are really squats. And so they're not Space, they're not space Marine models. And then I have my Celestial Lions, and that's it. So I, I don't really... I couldn't do what you're doing because I don't have all those different chapters. But it's really smart to do that, actually. Um, and, uh, yeah, another reason uh, is because the the Primera stuff, there's really no uniqueness to them. You can no. buy those upgrade kits, but they don't really do too much. It's just a shoulder pad yeah. and a helmet and a head. Yeah, there's not much to it at all. Um. And, of course, you'd paint them whatever chapter color. But that's that's kind of lame. Um, you bring up a good point because all the other chapter-specific models that they've always had look unique. Like the Furioso Dreadnought looks unique. Yes. Or the Longfangs or the whatever. They all looked unique. And it was just the generic Space Marine stuff that didn't look unique. But now, like you said, none of these Centurions... Not the... Yeah, well, even the Centurions... None of these Centurions or Aggressors or any of those Primaris stuff. Shut up, I know Centurions aren't Primaris. <laughs> but, but the point is, is that none of it looks like a Space Wolf. None of it looks like a Blood Angel. It's just Space Marine. Yeah. So that's that's kind of sad in a way. Do you think they'll ever start you know, phasing out the uh, special chapter models? It, it kind of feels like they are going to. I mean, it feels like they're... That's what they're doing, mm-hmm. but then we also say that about the the firstborn or whatever. But now they've updated them with the two wounds and all that. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to tell, but you would think they would have by now. Uh, ever since the dawn of Primaris, you think they'd roll out like a unit of blood ang- something special, blood angels. I mean, they put it in a book. You can make uh, death wa- uh, death company Primaris. Sure. But they don't look like death company yeah you just have to paint them that way or even if they made a a a bits kit like you said that was more than just a shoulder pad yeah like if if like the one way to make them really look unique is that if space wolves had a certain like helmet style or whatever or blood angels had a helmet style and they could sell you blood angels helmets blood angels shoulder pad you know that sort of thing but it's basically just a shoulder pad right it's a like five shoulder pads, helmetless head. So they have the, for like Space Wolves, they have that stupid looking hair. Yeah. Uh, and then one or two helmets. 
So you have to keep buying that stuff over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it depends on, I think there's like a, a power sword that has something on it. Oh. Uh, or, or then I think there's like a little emblem that you can put on them. But, but it's not much. No. Now, did you, uh, maybe I didn't catch it or maybe you didn't answer me, but is this your own chapter you're doing? Narratively, I mean? Um, I haven't really thought about it. My idea for a, uh, a symbol would be a combination of all the chapters. Like, uh, I was thinking about the, if I could, I don't know, like I would freehand it on the shoulder pads. Uh, that would be kind of hard. But uh, <laughs> the symbol of the Space Marines and then behind it, like the blood drop for the Blood Angels, mm-hmm. a wing for the Dark Angels, and then a, a wolf's head coming off to the side for the Space Wolves. I thought that would be pretty cool looking, but freehanding that would be, uh, yeah, kind of difficult. Um, yeah. Well, uh, I did see, or at least I did hear that you, there's actually like transfer machines that will print out on those little transfer sheets. Oh, yeah. And uh, I've heard people talk about them before. I've never used one, but that'd be pretty cool if you could actually make it up on the computer and then print it out on all the little transfer sheets. That'd be pretty cool. Um, now, you know, a lot of people are going to hear what you're doing and think you're doing it to chase the meta. You know what I mean? Like, oh, blood angels are hot right now. Okay. Now all my stuff is blood angels, but that's totally not what you're doing. No, no, no. Yeah. (laughs) I've never met meta, so I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Chasing them. I've never heard of it. He's fun to chase. Um, he'll screw you though. If you, if you, yeah, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how to resolve that, but (laughs) Uh, so my, uh, my next project that I just started was my, my iron jaws and I'm pretty excited about those. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast or not before, but I kind of stole your idea for Age of Sigmar orcs. Yeah, bastard. Yeah. And, um, a long time ago you told me that you wanted to, you thought it'd be a neat idea if like your, uh, Age of Sigmar orcs somehow like teleported temporarily into the 40k universe and we're able to like get little trinkets or possess possessions from the 40k universe yeah and then go back into age of sigmar and then it's like proof that they did that because yeah they're called galaxy smashes because they went into a different galaxy and they they claim they destroyed everything there <laughs> uh and so they just picked up random stuff like it'd be just like a uh, a little pack or whatever mm-hmm. a hammer or like something something simple but out of out of Age of Sigmar worldly, you know. Well, I'm doing that slightly, but I'm doing it so that it, they will pull double duty for Age of Sigmar or 40k. I um, I have a full 40k army, probably five five thousand or six thousand points of orcs, and um, but the thing is, is as I'm going through all my old armies and selling them and making them something more interesting to me, like I've done for my cast base Marines, I've done for my Necrons where I'm selling my old stuff that is, you know, not as good as I can paint now. And a lot of it, you know, I didn't have a good color scheme or whatever. Um, I'm about to start doing that with my orcs too, is just sell off like most of my orcs and my idea for it. Actually, I don't, I think I have mentioned this a little bit on the podcast is where a grot, was the helper for a Big Mac, and he kept using the Grot for experiments, like cybernetic experiments, to the point where it's just the Grot's head is left, but he's still alive. 
And he's like, oh, let me try this new, you know, mega armor suit on you and see if it works or not. Test drive it. And if it blows up, then you get blown up, not me. Well, he puts the Grot's head in it and hooks him up to it. And then the Grot was, it, the suit worked so well, the Grot's super powerful. And the Grot kills his master. And then some something of that nature, he basically forms his own clan of just Grot's. Well, you know what Grot's are. Grot's aren't very powerful. So... Right they have to hire savage orcs from nearby or whatever. And um, I discussed it in the chapter approved episode where we talked about the, um, not savage orcs, but feral orcs. There used to be rules in the chapter approved back for like, I think fourth edition or third edition. And they actually had rules where you could, oh, you know, give them whatever upgrades and they become this and that, you know, and and like something like commandos become troops or something. I don't remember the ins and outs of it. But the point is, I've always wanted feral orcs for 40k. So I've decided to start painting savage orcs and iron jaws and saying that they are the orcs that are simple and primitive that the Grots have basically hired or coerced into fighting for them. So my brutes that I have, I am painting to match the Grots that I have. And the, the Brutes are going to be my Mega Knobs because they're in, you know, tough armor and whatnot. Now, of course, it's a little weird because they don't have a Power Claw, but I made sure to give them all a big axe. So I'm like, hey, uh-huh. the axe is so heavy, it's minus one to hit, whatever. But the problem is, is I didn't have a, I couldn't give an Age of Sigmar Orc a gun. Like, I can't do that because then when I go to play these models in Age of Sigmar, that looks weird that yeah. they would have a gun. So my idea for them is the idea that I took from you. And when I play them in Age of Sigmar, I'm like, oh, maybe some portal opened and it dumped all this stuff or whatever. But they they think it's fascinating and they probably don't even know how to use these sluggas or whatever, but they like to hang them on their belt waist and be like, hey, look, I've got one of these really cool things. And that's basically it. I didn't think of the whole galaxy smashes, which is actually a really good idea, but I won't take I won't take your idea completely. Thanks. Thanks. Um, <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> but uh, so I ran in. I've recently been, you know, ripping the hands off some brutes. And I was going to put uh, shooter hands from, you know, boys or whatever, because they get custom shooters to be in Mega Knobs. But then I thought, well, that's weird. If he's got a like a big axe in one hand and he's holding a gun. Well, in 40k, that's fine and well, but when I play him in Age of Sigmar, it's going to look really odd. Like, okay, is he supposed to shoot, or is he not supposed to shoot? And clearly, they don't shoot. The brutes don't shoot in Age of Sigmar. Right. So, I decided to cut the hands off the shooters completely, and I had to make little pistol grips for them to make them like a, a gun that's not being held by a hand. And then hanging them on the waist of the brutes, and that's their trinket. Like, hey, look, I got this cool thing. But their hands are free to have like a two-handed axe or whatever. And it's not the first thing you notice. Like when you look at the 40k, the Age of Sigmar orc, you're like, that's an Age of Sigmar orc. But if you look at it closely, you're like, oh crap, he's got a he's got a shooter hanging from his waist. But it's not soup, it's not so obvious that when I play Age of Sigmar in it, people are gonna be like, what the hell? You know? So that's that's what I've been working on. So sweet. And I also have my patented, the thing that I discovered years ago for uh, chipped paint on paint jobs, 
I learned it from my orcs, and I'm continuing to do it for my brutes, is that uh, you dry brush the whole thing silver because it's metal, and then you just paint the inside. Don't go to the edges, but you paint the inside of every panel, whatever color you want, but leave the silver around the edges. I find that to be far easier than painting the armor red and then lining the silver hmm. all over everything. Um, I don't know if that's usually how people do it or not, but uh, that's exactly what I've been doing. So I'm very excited. I have painted a shit ton of cast space marines this spring, and I've got 1,500 or so painted of cast space marines. And then I jumped the gun and I went to my dragon ogres, and I've got about 1,500 points painted in like two weeks of the Beastmen. And now I'm jumping the gun. I'm going to orcs. So, yeah, it's, it's some hobby ADD, but I am cranking out some miniatures. So, you, uh, is, is brown the only color? Or do you have two colors for your space marines? I've only thought of brown for now. I, I haven't figured out a second or third color. Like for the shoulder pads or whatever? Yeah, because, I mean, the space wolves, like I said, they're pretty much going after the, they're, Pretty much, uh, I did the Space Wolves first, but this was like several years ago, mm-hmm. and I didn't feel like, uh, and the Space Wolves were my most painted of the uh, Space Marine chapters, uh, so I didn't feel like painting over them again, so that's why I'm sticking with the brown. So they're, they're brown, gold, red, black. What's the red? What part of it is red? There's the little symbols on their shoulder pads. Oh, but what's the actual shoulder pad inside color? Did you do one? For what? The new stuff? or the... No, for the original stuff. Well, it depends on the design. Like, they have those uh, teeth, the, the triangles that go up and down. Oh. It's pretty much uh, what the regular Space Wolf uh, stuff looks like. Oh. Um, I think I even did yellow, yellow and red or something. Uh, I haven't looked at them in a while. Um, but yeah, so gold... Metal color, red. Uh, I don't know what other color I would do. Might might do green for the Dark Angels, because even yeah. the, I'm even doing the, uh, you know the the Death Deathwing Terminators. I paint. They're gonna be brown. Oh, they're gonna be brown. They're gonna not- be brown. The Raven Wings brown. The Deathwing Knights will probably be brown. Uh, That's pretty funny, actually. Yeah, brown, brown, brown. <laughs> well. Thank you for being on, and hopefully we didn't bore people with our projects, but this is what's been exciting me lately. So, I come home and I paint some orcs, or I paint some dragon ogres, or whatever. So, um, and I know you've been pretty much every day, I'm like, what have you been up to? Oh, I'm browning marines. Yep. Browning. So, browning the marines. Yeah. Alright, well thank you for being on, and uh, I will catch you on the next segment, y'all. See ya. Now it's time for Real Talk with Pentcron. Alright, so on this edition of Real Talk with the Pimpcron, it's me and the Just James. It's only Just James. <laughs> it's always ever been Just James. Um, so we wanted to discuss why the hell don't we see some armies on the tabletop almost ever? I got the idea the other day because a post was like, hey, what army have you never played? And these played against. And these people are commenting like 10 armies. Oh, I've never played against Nids, never played against Harlequins or Death Watch or Tau or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh my god, you people have never played against all these armies? And part of it could be just small gaming groups. 
Uh-huh. You, know, you got like five dudes, each has one army. Yeah. You don't play against the others. But we have a moderately good sized uh, group. So we see some variation in play. But just James and I were just sitting here and we both came to the conclusion that really there's not that much variance. What are the two most played armies in our group? That would be Space Marines and Astra Militarum. I am shocked. Jaw on the floor. It's down there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so Space Marines, you can expect, oh, Space Marines are the favorite, oh. Yep. But but why? Like, is it just because we're humans and we like humans? I think that's probably part of the reason, yeah. And they're kind of depicted as the good guy. I mean, even though Space Marines can get kind of dark with the... Yeah, the... Dark Angels. <laughs> Um, salamanders, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Raven Guard. <laughs> uh, but but seriously, though, I mean, Space Marines can get kind of dark when, when they start pushing that whole, like, heresy, ecclesiarchy, blah, blah, blah stuff. But in general, you usually see Space Marines as the good guys, I think. And um, it's not so much a satire. It used to be a satire on, like, fascism and all this stuff. And it was like, you know, tongue-in-cheek, the whole Space Marines thing was. Yeah. But it's not anymore. And it's basically, oh, these are the good guys. So that's all fine and well. I'm not butthurt about that. But is it really just because... I mean, are we that simple as a species that we're like, hmm, I'm going to start this game. What do I want to get into? Oh, these two have humans. I'm going to pick one of these. Like, is that really the motivating factor? I think so. Because if you think about video games... What video game have you played or have you seen that doesn't that what video game have you seen that features a non-human protagonist? That's true. Even in games that easily could like Mass Effect could easily have an alien as the main character. Right. Is a human. Yep. <laughs> Look at um Star Trek. The captains, there's never been an alien captain <laughs> in any of the series. Like they're all human. Yeah. Even with androids and Andorians and Klingons and all the stuff, the the captain is always a human. And, and the enemy is an alien. That most of the time, yeah. Like the the Kling, Klingoffs, right? <laughs> yeah, I think you pronounced it right. Klingoffs. Yeah, so it's it's just interesting to me like it's the same thing like I always wanted to give my orcs green blood because I thought well their skin is green, so our skin is like a, a shade of red, right? Pink or brown or whatever. That's all in the in the red family. Well, I thought, well, maybe that's because there's they're soaked in red, right? The like the tint of red is coming through your skin. That's why you've got pink skin or brown skin. Uh-huh. So orcs would have green blood if they had blood because their skin is green. I just thought that's the way it was. But if you try painting like dark green blood doesn't even look like blood it doesn't look like gore they're just leaking yeah <laughs> they're oozing they're just sweating really bad yeah um and it's so dumb it, it makes it actually makes me irritated that our dumb monkey brain is like oh it's not red it's not blood like it's just yeah that always and i like the games where you can choose the race and i always choose a non-human race as the first person i play as oh absolutely 
Um, whether it's D and D or it's Morrowind or it's any of those. Yeah. You, yeah. I never play as a human. And like my brother, for instance, we used to play with him. My brother would always pick a human every single time he picks a human. Yeah. What is the plain ass white race human in Morrowind and Oblivion? What is it? The Nord Uh, or Norse? Nord. Uh, there's the Imperial. There's, um, Okay, I think he was a Nord. I think he was always a Nord. And I was a Khajiit, or I was, um, what's the, what's the... Argonian. Argonian. Or I was an Argonian, or I was an Orc, or, I mean, I was all these different races, and what's he? Oh, I'm a Nord. Like, what the hell? Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so we got thinking, and come to find out, this is a little embarrassing, but... If so, just James and I, before we started recording, we started listing all the different armies and how many people in our group play those armies. And because me and just James have nearly every army, you have more than I do, but nearly every army, it came down to in a lot of cases, you'd be like, oh, what about this army? And I'd be like, oh, it's just me and you that have it. Yeah. So ultimately, it comes down to how often you or I happen to get around to playing to this army is how often it gets played. Like, that's... Yeah, that, pretty much. That's kind of sad <laughs> on a couple different levels. Like, nobody else... A lot of these people play just humans. They will only play Space Marines or only play Admech or only play Guard or whatever. It's just weird. Um, what What are some armies that you le- legitimately never see? Is there an army you've never played against on the tabletop? Um, the, the demons, uh, specifically non-corn demons. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've really played against Solnesh at all. Uh, Zinch demons, can't think of anybody that's played them. No. Uh, Nurgle, I've played, they, they were mixed in with Death Guard, so. It kind of counts, it yeah. It kind of counts. Um, but corn is... You know, the Space Marines are the demons, so... (laughs) Um, Well, they are the only ones that have any sort of save in a lot of cases. You know, like the Bloodthirsters have a three-up save or whatever. Yeah, they're also the only demon faction on the cover of the Codex. Yep, they always get the love. Um, One thing, now, in a lot of cases, I can ask... In the cases of armies that only you play in our group... I want to ask you if you've ever played against that army. Have you ever played a game against Death Watch? No, I have not. Okay, because you're the only Death Watch player in our group. Correct. Um, what is another army that only you play? Well, you just said Zinch Demons. Zinch Demons. So you're the only Zinch Demon player. Only Slanesh player. Uh, the only straight Slanesh player. <laughs> that sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> but the only pure Slanesh player. Uh, when I played Demons, I always did Undivided, so I always played a mix of all Ew. the different gods. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, I know. I'm not a purist. Uh, what else? Is there another army that only you play? I mean, there's some... Uh, nobody, nobody plays Harlequins. Yeah, well, that is one that I've definitely had my eye on, so I'm, I'm Sorry, coming Sorry, nobody's you, played Dar- Harlequins yet. Yes. Um, have you ever played against Harlequins? I have. Where? One time... Um, uh, Juan. Oh, Juan, yeah. It was at Shorehammer. Uh, I faced off against his uh, Harlequins with my, I believe it was Admech. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I remember he's got Harlequins now because he played Harlequins in the narrative battle. 
Ah. Um, he had his Harlequins right in the center of the base, and he was just waiting. And when they busted open the wall, he poured out with all the Harlequins. <laughs> it's pretty cool, actually. Um, but besides you, I don't think I've ever played Harlequins against Harlequins. I think you're the only person I've ever played against with Harlequins. I can't think of anybody else. You're the only person I've ever played against with Death Watch. Um, what else? Uh, Eldar. No one else has played Eldar. Well, I mean, I have played, like, our friend Tony plays it, but he's not really, like, he doesn't often play that's, with our group. Yeah, it's a rarity. Yeah. Um, our, our friend, um, uh, Goatman. Goatman. Uh, eh. <laughs> uh, Josh plays Craft World, but he doesn't play it much. He's an AOS guy. So. Yeah. Um, oh, are you used to play our, our friend Derek? Our old yep. friend Derek, not our new friend Derek. Old friend Derek. Yeah, he used uh, to play Craft World. Yeah, that's where I got most of my Craft Worlds from, was from him. Mm. Um, like, Gene Steeler Cult. I don't think I've ever played against Gene Steeler Cult. I don't know if I've played against your Gene Steeler Cult, have I? Uh, yeah, because I I wrecked your plane, your flying plane, by getting in its way with some <laughs> ground troop. It had nowhere to go, so it just, I guess I'll just crash into the ground and die. Actually, now that you say that, I remember that. Was that last winter? Uh, I get, yeah. Or winter before last winter? Yeah, one? I think so. Yeah, I remember that. And I love the, the pilots. Like, oh, shit, there's people beneath me. <laughs> so, yeah, he crashed. Uh, I've played against them. Uh, well, you have it, but I also played against Brandon. Uh, I played against, yeah, played against Brandon with my Dark Eldar. Oh, Oh, okay. Brutality Brandon that plays Brutality? I Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Shorehammer Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The only Brandon I know. Well, there's another Shorehammer Brandon that runs X-Wing each year. I don't know that guy. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot. He's got Gene Steeler Cult. I've never played against them, so... Um, Sisters of Battle is a rarity. Um, our buddy Andy plays Sisters of Battle, um, but he's obviously... We only see him a couple times a year. But I've played against him... I've played against um, Tabor's Sisters of Battle because I always sought him out. Uh-huh. Before, I, th- I think Andy just started Sisters of Battle, like in the last, you know, since the new release came out. Uh-huh. I don't think he had Sisters before. Um, did you have Sisters before the plastic release? No, no. I had, I got the, the box set. That's my introduction into Sisters. Okay, because I know you had a lot of the, like, Metal Inquisitors and stuff, so I couldn't remember if you had pl- Metal Sisters. <laughs> Metal Misters. <laughs> but um, I would actually seek out Tabor to play him whenever we got the chance because I was like, I want to play against Sisters. That was uh, so cool. I have not played against Sisters. You haven't? No. Wow. Okay, well, as soon as I ever get around to assembling mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get get working on it. You know, I so rarely play against Tyranids. Um, I mean, you have Tyranids. Elijah has Tyranids. Matt used to have Tyranids, but... Uh, Andrew has Tyranids, but I mean, Andrew, we, we don't see that much. Elijah hasn't been playing recently. You know, Matt has, I don't know where his Tyranids have gone, but the point is, is that I, I so rarely play against Tyranids. So, uh, um, uh, Andrew, did you say him? Yeah, I said Andrew. Okay. You never listened to me. No, I didn't know. I this think is you why said we're Andy. a divorce. Anyway. Uh, so Andrew, like you didn't mention before, uh, he's got, uh, Tyranids. Oh, shit, yeah, Andrew, I forgot, yeah. Uh, two-time Shorehammer winner. Yeah, actually, didn't he at least win one of those times with Tyranids? Yeah. I think he won, 
Both of them. Oh, damn. Wow. <laughs> so I just find it weird that nobody starts with a non-human army. And I'm just saying in platitudes, nobody starts with a non-human army. But in general, most people start with space marines or guard or something like that. That's humans. Now, what's weird is, is that you and I, you technically did, but you and I both p- picked non imperial space marines and non-guard armies to be our first armies and i was curious you say oh well people pick different armies because of preference but clearly there's like a trend that everyone prefers the humans for some reason so my first ever army was necrons and the reason why i wanted to play them number one actually when i first started i was like hey lore master alex was in that group already and i said hey what army does nobody play and he said Necrons. He listed off several because it was a small group. But when I saw the Necrons, I'm like, oh, that reminds me of T100, you know, um, uh, yeah. from Terminator. I'm like, this is pretty cool. I still have that book from, it actually was from third edition, but I was playing in fifth edition. And um, I saw those models and I was like, okay, these are pretty cool. They seemed kind of undead and all that. And I was always, in every game I ever played, I was always a good guy. I always played, like, if it's Dungeons and Dragons, I was a good guy. I, you know, um, if I played Oblivion or Fallout or any of those games, I always picked, like, a good guy, not a bad guy. Uh-huh. And for Warhammer, I was like, you know what, damn it, I'm going to be a bad person. Like, I'm going to be the villain. I want to bad. Yeah. And um, so that's why I started Necrons, is that they definitely were not human. Um, what was your first army? My first army was Chaos Space Marines. And why'd you pick them? Uh, well, I actually wanted to do Chaos Demons, but it was in 5th edition, and everybody said uh, they, are, they are a little bit difficult for new players to get started with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I chose Chaos Space Marines because they were chaos-looking. They, you know, they had pretty much, I guess essentially like you, they were bad guys. Uh-huh. And you don't really get to play as bad guys that often in games. So I guess that would be the main reason I did I did that. And also, like I said, I wanted to play as Chaos Demons, but then they were the next best thing. So we jumped on a deal of uh, on eBay, and I got the Chaos Space Marine stuff. Um, so that was my first army. I still feel like that's sound advice, though, that demons for a new player are kind of hard to make them work right. So uh, I don't think they were they're I don't think they're as difficult now as they were back then cuz back then you had all this bookkeeping to do. Oh yeah. Whereas now it's it they're just like any other army. Oh shit, and back then you had to you had to keep half your army in reserve. Yes. Yeah, and then you didn't know which half was going to come in, remember that? Yeah, you had to roll for that oh and you had to God. roll the deep strike. Yeah, that was you're right. So that was actually pretty sound advice actually. Um, but you're right. They're more like normal now. Yeah. So, um, but it's funny that, you know, and also, I mean, I'm not, you and I, neither one of us are rich. We're not made of money, whatever. But oh, it sounds like it when we have all the armies. Well, okay. It does make it sound like that, but we've but also been playing for a decade. Ten, yeah. So, yeah, it's not like we started last week and now we have all the <laughs> armies. Um, and a lot of my armies I've gotten from lots, you know, buying and selling and stuff like that anyway. So a lot of my stuff I got for cheap. Yeah, I don't think we've really bought anything from the, the store, like the GW website. I bought oh. like one thing as a birthday gift and I will never do that again. You, you, from the GW store? 
Yeah, it was your skink or your no, not skink. Um, yeah, the wizard dude for, for Seraphim. Yeah. Uh, I bought when we used to do bird trips. Um, at GW stores across the bay or whatever, I'd buy a model. But, um, all of our stuff has either been from a local store or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, usually in in our reasons uh, stores and stuff, you get discounts and things. So, um, or you buy from a friend or you buy you right. know the, yeah. the black market. But it's funny that, you know, I say that neither one of us are made of money or whatever, but it's weird to me. I'm often confused and I wonder, like, you and I obviously are very much into this as a hobby, as a game. We we have a lot of armies. We like to play. We like to talk about it. Yep. And a lot of people, they just have one army. And, I mean, I'm not trying to be like, oh, you know, and twirl my mustache or whatever and, and look at them through my monocle. But I'm, like, legitimately... To me, I'm thinking, what's stopping you? Like, if I didn't have the money to, you know, have multiple armies, I would make multiple smaller armies. I'd have, you know, several 1,000-point armies. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I I just wouldn't have big armies. I would just have several small ones. It's weird how when we're going through the list of things in our group, a lot of people have one or two armies, maybe three, but that's it. Whereas God knows you got 14 or something and I've got 12 or whatever the number is. Um, so it's just, it's weird to me that people aren't as committed to the whole thing. Well, you say committed. Uh, they have one army, right? Yeah. You'd think they also expand on that one army. Have uh, If they're just going to play that one army, why not have a variation of the troops, the well, the units in that army? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people that play the one army... What I'm complaining about is they don't do that. Yeah, it does seem it's it's like there's two different people in this group, uh, or the, this group of players. I mean, or this community, I should say, not our group. But there's people like you and I that are always looking for a new way to play the game. Like if you have different armies, then the, all those armies have different war gear, different traits, different all that. Yeah. And you've got a new way to play. Oh, your Harlequins they play way different than your Imperial Guard. Yep. But then a lot of people only want to play one army, and that's fine. But then it gets to the thing you just mentioned, is a lot of times the people that only play one army don't even have the full range of models for that army. Yeah. And it's just, it's it, it kind of baffles me. I mean, I'm one of those people that I go full into whatever I'm into. And clearly you are too. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But... It has always baffled me. Like, why would you just go partially into this hobby? I don't know. I mean, of course, different people's lives. And ultimately what it is, is do they value Warhammer enough to dedicate more to it? Right, right. And I guess you and I do. And just a lot of people don't. It actually brings me to that. If you've been playing for 10 years and you only have the one army, maybe a, a unit every two years. Uh, you know, and actually, the, se- the funny thing you even say that is we've known a lot of people. Um, one of our friends that's not even part of the group anymore, uh, he would take pretty much the same list every single time. Same army, same list, every game. Yeah. Like, why? why? You And he had most of his army. I mean, he didn't, I don't think he had every model, but um, he, he, it was Derek. Yeah. I, oh, okay. I don't know if you knew who, but I don't know if he had the entire army or not. He had a, he had a lot. Yeah. But he would take, oh, here's my jet bikes. Oh, here's my seer council. Here's my, like, take something else. Yep. What? I don't know. It's, it's a fun game. I mean, most of the people that, at least here, we don't, we're not 
competitive. Uh, so you could take those shitty units. Yeah. Just try them out. Sometimes, you know, they play well rather than read well. Yeah, I have no idea. And it's not like we're chasing the meta or, oh, this is a bad unit or any of that. It's just play whatever you want. And people don't. I guess they they are. I guess they're playing. They want to play the same thing. They just want to do that one thing. And if this, <laughs> un- if this unit doesn't coincide with that, then it's going out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, I just... It, it's weird to me that people only pick human armies. It's yes, that is strange. Very odd. Um, like I told you, I've, I've had a Harlequin boner for a couple months now. I'm going to be getting some Harlequins. Yeah, it's pretty weird. You got all those checkers on that. <laughs> that was the most painful tattoo I've ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> a full sleeve tattoo of, of diamond patterns on my wang. It's got that mask on, on the tip of it, too. <laughs> That's actually plastic surgery. That's not real. Oh. Like that. Yeah, that is, that's a lot of... Um, well, I mean, after all those kids, I guess you can do whatever you want with it now. <laughs> yeah, it's useless now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, well, we've blabbered on long enough. Um, I If you are somehow offended by this, write in and let me know. PimpCronGmail.com. We'll throw it in the trash. Slash PimpCron. And uh, tell me why you just pick human armies, people. Like, seriously, there are so many cool armies, Drakari, Gene Steeler Cult, Tyranids, Necrons, Tau, Orcs, a million really interesting armies. And you're just gonna, you're just gonna pick plain old humans, that's just what you do. I mean, you could say Orcs, Orcs and Elves, okay, they're in a bunch of other games as well. Sure. Well, then, like you said, there's the, uh, Necrons, the Tyranids, and all the other stuff that aren't Orcs. And Tau? Yeah. They're all different. Than orcs, elves, and humans. Demons. Demons are different. Yeah, what game do you get to play as demons? Pretty much none. So, I don't know, man. I'm just disappointed in all of you. <laughs> That's all I just want to say. You should be ashamed of yourself. So what you should do is go buy a start collecting for an army that nobody in your group plays. And then, hey, now you're that guy. Now you're that person that plays that army, whatever that is. And in a lot of cases, that's what me and Just James are, is we are that those guys that play the weird army. So Weird army for weird guys. Yep. Just two normal guys hanging out, having fun. Right, guy number two? Yeah, guy number one. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>